You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Six, five, four, three. Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. And today I have Justin Delard. Is that correct? Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and with that being said, man, he's the host of the Authentic Podcast. So he'll kind of give you details about that. So we got some raw thoughts about a few topics. You know, he just he's a newborn father who doesn't know what sleep is about when he's a newborn guy. So, Justin, how are you doing today? Dude, I'm doing amazing. Uh, thanks for having me on. Looking forward to it and I uh, appreciate your time. Thank you. Absolutely. No problem. So we got multiple topics that we're going to cover in a short period of time. And the first topic is let's talk about this entertainment world. Um I'm going to let you start with Floyd and Logan. So the authentic podcast host meets Raw Mind. Here we go. Yes, sir. So uh, lots of good topics. I think we're both pretty genuine guys. So this should be good conversation, as you said, and uh, both love sports. So, yeah, man, uh, I was talking about, you know, Floyd, uh, Floyd May- Money Mayweather and Logan Paul because that's the most recent big sporting event Sunday night, <laughs> um, you know, Pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, there, you could see both sides of the coin that, you know, Floyd did not beat him uh, and, and Logan stuck it out in there. And then you could also probably say that, you know, Floyd probably really didn't even try. He probably didn't really train a whole lot. And he knew he just went in there and was going to make a little money, a little money to him anyway, and, uh, right. and get it out of there. But then you could also say props to Logan, you know, uh, for getting there and taking punches from probably the best boxer of all time and not getting knocked out, you know, holding his own. So, uh it was not a great sporting event. It was a good entertainment event. And then, you know, they kind of gave kudos to each other afterwards. But, uh, you know, the the balls are interesting. Logan Logan is a – I like Logan a lot better than Jake, which I think most people agree with. But, but yeah, man, the fact that he, he hung in there and took some shots from Floyd and, and, you know, didn't get KO'd. And then, of course, he does weigh 35 to 40 pounds more than Floyd. And, you know, 26 versus 44, it don't matter how good you were. That's, right, that's right. a big age gap. So. <laughs> And, and, and you're right. Like, I knew, like, like you said earlier, that was a little bit of money. That was like McDonald's change for um, Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. But when, you, when you're in that line, like, you know, although he's the megastar, and for somebody like Logan to go against a guy that's the megastar who's been doing this for years, making millions for years, it's almost a win for him more so than Floyd. Floyd can get paid regardless because he's, he's an influencer. His brand is huge. Like, I like to talk about with people. Like, even if it's – they're not – Floyd's not going to take a match that doesn't make sense for him financially. So, like, 
for him to even take that match is a huge, huge step for Logan. And like you say, although Logan made one, made whatever, one thing that Floyd knows as a mastermind, we're giving raw thoughts here on Raw Mind Sports, he won't go against a, a, a true boxer who's been in the game for years. No. So it would have been a different stipulation because he could have got his head knocked off. So in Floyd's mind, he ain't never boxed in his life. You know, he ain't never boxed with the best. So, hey, I'll take this. I'll take those hits. I done took hits from worse. So why not take this something from, um, from Logan? Although we all know we in the boxing world, like, anything can go wrong at the wrong moment. But for him, I felt like um, it's a huge step for Logan. You know, and I get I get um Mayweather, like I was saying on the post on Facebook the other day, on another level, we'll talk about that in a few. Like it made sense. Like he's gonna make his money, gonna make his money. So I can't knock that. I'm not gonna be mad at that. But that doesn't mean it was genuine, you know, but it doesn't mean that, you know, if he can make me if you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call the text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys the sales flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND and use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. The dollars. It is what it is, so I get it. So, how do you feel about the overall match? You think this was the next step big for Logan? Because Floyd already made a name for himself. Do you feel like, you know, Logan's about to take it to another level? It was just like, hey, it was a great fight, good thing, good deal. Maybe something will happen later. It's hard to say because uh, it seems like his brother Jake is really trying to fight. You know, he mm-hmm. he knocked out Ben Asker and he knocked out uh, the basketball guy. I can't remember his name. Um, huh, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, yes. Oh, boy. Here we go. So <laughs> go he ahead, knocked out ahead, those two. Ahead. And now he's going to fight Tyron Woodley, who is, is at least was legitimate for a long time and still, you know, right. still a pretty good athlete. Logan, I don't know. He, he just seemed like he was happy to be there and lucky to be there, which he was. He said, you know. This is a win for me. I got to fight one of the best boxers of all time, and he's 0-1, right? I mean, so I don't know if he's going to keep fighting or if you know he's going to take his money and dip. So I could see it going either way because he's a pretty humble and, and chill guy, and he does a lot of different things. Right. So I, I don't know on that one. It would be interesting to see. So we'll go to the next time because this one was um, kind of easy. UFC fighter pay. So let's go into that. Do you think UFC fighters need to make more money, or do you think – Cause that's I'm gonna tell you now. As much as I love WWE for the entertainment, it's almost like it's predictable with WWE. WWE. It seems predictable. But UFC, they really like that fighting. They about to kill each other. So let's go ahead with that. <laughs> <clears throat> so big UFC fan, big MMA fan, and I know the answer is complicated, right? Like I know it's not right. as easy as pay them more, but. I also know how much money the UFC makes. They're a billion-dollar company. I know how much they sold for. You know, it went public mm-hmm. two or three years ago. Um, so I do think they deserve a lot more pay because mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm actually going to have a guy on the, on the show tomorrow, uh, the Authentic Podcast tomorrow, who just retired after only fighting one time in the UFC. He fought so long to mm-hmm. get there, and he retired because he said he's risking a lot, and he's still working his day job as a professional athlete. I just I don't think there's many sports in the Shit. world, especially men's sports, where you said working his day job as a professional athlete. Who's pro- when you say professional, I'm looking at like you're verified, you're you're that guy. 
Like, why would you be working another job as a professional athlete, like, on that level? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, the sports are different, uh, but at the same time, UFC is, is worldwide. It's global. It's growing. It's, it's crazy. Right. It's pay-per-view. You got guys like on the NBA, the MLB, and the NFL at the top of the organization. You know, NFL guys make, I think the vet or the, uh, yeah, I think the rookie minimum is like 600 grand a year or something. It's a lot, right? Yeah, it is. Cause my, my main man, cause from the town I'm from, from Tarleton, North Carolina, Ty Gurley is the man. Before even injuries or whatever, he steals the guy. Yeah. Sean Drone came to Carolina. He's making either more than the league minimum. So, yeah, yeah and, and right. it's it, it's pretty rare that you like make the league minimum too, especially after you've been in a year or two, and you got right. guys like who's going to come on my show tomorrow, uh, who I've had him before. His name's Jimmy Flick, and you know his first fight in UFC, so it's it's not like he deserved like crazy pay, but he still kept his full time job to get the benefits mm -hmm. and the pay because a lot of times the guys on these undercards are making about anywhere between thirty grand to fifty grand a fight. And ideally, for the for the main fight, you saying it. See, and I'm glad you said it. I ain't mean to interrupt, Justin. No, you're so good. I want to make sure you get my viewers corrected. Like when the the people on the card, like you have the main event fight that draws attention, but these people who are the ones fighting before the main fight kind of express the money, how much they may make, and all that good stuff. Just like you said right there. Yeah, some of these salaries uh, will be called what's 30, 30 and thirty, thirty to fight, thirty to win. Uh, there's Ooh. 40 and 40 and 40, 50 and 50 and so forth. It goes mm. up. But if you do the math, <clears throat> so say most of these guys in a, in a great year, you can fight three to four times. Most mm. times it's usually five is like max. And then, you know, this is talking if you're injury free, which is pretty rare, right? So say you fight three to four times a year in a great year and you make 50 to 60 grand each fight, you know, you're looking at $250,000 a year and that's pre-taxes pre-training pre-coaches oh, one fight uh well that'd be three to four it's still three to four still good i mean for for guys who are raw thoughts no name guys trying to make themselves to the big stage sure the main stage two hundred fifty thousand still really good to me i don't know maybe i don't know how you feel about it but go ahead well obviously if you're a professional athlete that's going to be a lot more money than most other jobs you would do right but so you take mm -hmm. two hundred fifty thousand in a good year mind you these guys get hurt. They they don't necessarily always get a fight. So you take two hundred fifty thousand mm -hmm. dollars and say you tax it. I don't know. We'll tax it at thirty percent. Might be low. Might be high. So then you know that leaves you a buck seventy five. And then you're gonna take. You know these guys pay pretty high gym fees. They pay for their own flights. They pay for their right. own nutritionists. Um, I don't know. I I just think for a professional athlete competing is you know maxing out their time in a year a hundred and thirty forty grand. I mean. That doesn't. That just doesn't sound That's like a lot. Than a regular job in these days and times. But, but like you said, yeah. though, they're getting in the cage, and these guys are killing each other, man. I mean, they're taking right. some serious damage. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry. With no, that being good. said, man, I'm gonna give another one of my um, a shout out to my sponsor, um, Dogs of Town Hall. Dogs of Town Hall. It's a, it's an amazing show on YouTube where these guys puppet plays where you have kids and other voices involved. You know, the puppet world of dolls and kind of just expressing who they are as people. It's an amazing show on YouTube. You guys, you guys, check them out. Dolls of Town Hall. Dogs of Town Hall on YouTube. Dogs yeah. of Town Hall on YouTube. Absolutely. I'll check it um, out. So with that being said, uh, let's talk about whew, breaking news last week. Fury Wilder fight, part three. This shall be interesting from a guy that knows about this. Go ahead, Justin. 
Sure. And that, that kind of didn't, I didn't intend on this, but it kind of plays into my topic. So this guy, these guys are obviously two of the biggest boxers in the sport, right? But I, f- I feel like boxing and MMA are becoming more parallel every day, every month, every right. year. So on a main card, on a, on a UFC fight, your biggest guys, minus, minus like Connor and maybe one to two other ones. Most of these mm-hmm. guys are leaving with, you know, anywhere from 1 million to 4 million a fight, which is phenomenal. Correct. <laughs> Say that one more time for the viewers. Compared to the other fight we talked about, how many, how much money are they leaving with? That's almost anywhere, enough for them guys to go out there and trick and have fun. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, anywhere between one to four million for the main guys. But and Justin just told you off the authentic podcast. <laughs> but Fury Wilder, these guys are leaving with seventy-five million guaranteed. I think Good it is. God Almighty! Woo, woo. Win or lose. Win or lose, I think they both get seventy. Whoa. That's Floyd money, man. That's close. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's that type to say I jump in the ring with anyone if anyone. they gonna pay me that. Oh yeah, anyone. any day. Oh uh, man, how you, who you think gonna win, dude? I don't know. I watch a little bit of boxing and it's fun, but the. God, I don't know. Tyson Fury is ridiculous because I think they say he's the the better pure boxer, and he's also the bigger, heavier guy. I mean, he's huge. Mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder is so tall, but he's also a lot more slim. Right. You know, and he he got knocked out in the last one. Um, gosh, I don't know. I, if I had to put my money on it, I would say I would say Tyson Fury, but um, it would not shock me if Wilder won because I mean, Wilder that's his only loss was to him, and he you know the first time they hit a draw. And he had Fury, I mean, out cold, but he came back from the dead somehow. It was it was miraculous. So, I think it'd be really close. Tough situation, in tough situation. So now, with that being said, we'll go to football. And you went with my favorite team mm-hmm. behind me, the San Francisco 49ers. Die hard fan. I'll be there January twenty second through twenty six, having fun in San Francisco, the Bay Area. Who knows? I might have a drink with Jimmy G. We'll see. Come on, let Jimmy Jim know when I had that tequila drink. Hey, look. You had a you had a fun ride. You better win the Super Bowl now. You know you're going to be there. Nothing personal is business. That's what my dad always say. Nothing personal is business. That's true. So when is your start time for Trey Lance? I already I do, know mine. But I'm gonna let you have it go. Okay. I do want to say one thing before we start. Got to got to poke Go a little fun here. It's 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 not the the San Francisco 49ers. It's the San, San Francisco Four and Niners. You know that. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> boy, we had a rough year last year, boy. Hey, look, <laughs> no. we did lost a few players already this year. So it, I mean, so far in the season, they lost most of the players are torn ACLs. That they had a uh, what you call it a um, team activity meeting. They canceled OTAs this week for a team activity meeting to wow. basically say, "Hey, look, we're just gonna do team activity activities." They kind of, you know, can join and and get to know each other. Oh yeah, outside of going out there because people have been literally torn tearing ACLs. You know, although you in Denver, not Denver, excuse me, in Colorado, home of the Denver Broncos, Mile House Stadium. And you probably like, I wish the Packers would just trade Aaron Rodgers to Green Bay. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, so, so for for uh, for Trey Lance starting, I'm going to say, gosh, because Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. He hasn't won the big one, but he's a great coach. I think he's patient, and I don't think he wants to throw him into the fire. I'm going to go late. I'm going to go – I think he sees how Jimmy does, tries to stick it out with Jimmy, 
and see if he can win the season. And I think I think Trey Lance comes in anywhere between week ten to week thirteen because by then, if he if he comes in at all, if Jimmy does well and they perform well, I think Jimmy stays. And if they're not doing well, or if the season might be going in a downward spiral, or Jimmy gets hurt, I think that's when Trey Lance comes in. Otherwise, I think he tries to sit Trey for the entire year, which most people don't agree with. But I think he's a smart guy. I don't think I don't think he wants to burn Trey out. You know, throw him right into the fire like a lot of these rookies get done. Right. So I think I think this is Jimmy's year unless he gets hurt or has a really bad season. I feel like just you read my mind because I can't even debate with you on this one because you're absolutely right. I feel like if Jimmy G is healthy, he can play the whole year. He reminds me of the situation with Jim Harbaugh had Alex Smith and Kaepernick when he drafted. He drafted Kaepernick, but Jim um, Alex Smith played quarterback. But it wasn't Alex Smith's fault we lost the um, NFC Championship. It was Kyle Williams who muffed multiple punts. But Alex Smith played the entire year. Now, the next year, Alex Smith had a concussion. He brought this guy in, and you know how that goes. Oh, yeah. So, I think this is the same situation. I feel like if Jimmy G, which is crazy to me, I'm about to tell you now, raw thoughts. I feel like it's crazy the pressure that Jimmy G has on him. I feel like he ain't going to get hurt. If he gets hurt, then Trey comes in. If he don't, I feel like he's going to play the whole year. And he's going to play really good because he has that pressure on his back. When he got hurt last year, although we can't – you're not, we're not saying, like, in, injuries come and go, so I get it. I'm not saying that he's got injured on purpose. We know that's not happening. But we got C.J. Beathard and Mullins behind you. Are you looking for abstract fluid art or resin art like no other? How about handcrafted jewelry or maybe hyperallergenic products? Well. Look no further than uniquely designed. We design and create all our products with you in mind. We are a metaphysical art business. Our products list contains acrylic abstract fluid paintings, resin art, chessboards, hamster hand, incense holders, Oregon, pyramids and cones, chakra, Metatron cube plates, and ruins. Body oils for men and women, not port and go. All in one butter can you be used from, it can be used from head to toe, both male and female. Beard oil, hair growth serum, eyebrow, eyelash serum that can also be used on one's edges. Air freshener, body mist sprays. We make herbal infused tin as well as tea light candles. Our jewelry is all handcrafted by Synergy and not duplicated. Our jewelry line consists of men's and women's and children's when order. Please contact 704-953-5456 or uniquely, that's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L-Y-D-Z-I-G. N E D at gmail.com and also follow uniquely design on IG, Instagram, and use the promo code RawMind and you will get a 10% discount off of any product. It's easy to say I'm gonna have my spot. Now you have a guy they draft at number three, and number three traded up draft picks to go up. For, so if you get hurt now, it's like we really 
went to draft this guy for this moment. So it's different when you draft a guy at high at number three. You don't draft anybody at number three. You draft who you want at number three. So they already have the feel and the vibe for him. So I think Jimmy G may stay healthy, and they'll pull like a Brett Favre when he was in Green Bay. Then Aaron Rodgers came to take over the next year. Alex Smith has a concussion, although he probably came back in. He lost a spot, which is crazy off concussion. I feel like Jimmy G is in the same situation. If he doesn't get hurt, he's going to play the entire year. He's going to be great this year because he knows there's somebody behind him that's going to take his throne. So with Jimmy G, I call this like an audition year for Jimmy G. If you play well or you're going to play great enough for another team to sign you and bring you in yeah, for that. Absolutely. So I think this is the year. So if he doesn't get hurt, he'll play the entire year. I feel like Trey Lance will be playing next year. But if he gets hurt, I think like – I think out of respect for the 49ers organization and how they're doing things right now, it's like, Jimmy, you are a quarterback for now. They literally mean that. You are a quarterback for now. Now, if you get hurt, you cook. You cook. Raw thoughts on raw thoughts right now. Raw mind sports. And we have, to, yeah. <clears throat> we have to realize that I saw Trey Lance play twice in Fargo, mm-hmm. uh, which NDSU is just an amazing team, so – uh, you know, the talent all around, but he also only played 16 or 17 games in college. Not a lot. So, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's talented, but I think he's still got a lot of development to do. So I think, uh, and they've already, you know, they're already talking about how Jimmy like texted him the day he was drafted and said, welcome to the team. I think that relationship's going to be super strong, kind of like a, like a Carson Wentz, Nate Foles. And I think, uh, you know, Jimmy may realize that, you know, this is guy, this guy's going to pass him eventually. He's going to teach him, but he's going to play hard. Uh, make some good competition, and like you said, I think ultimately, since they didn't get a trade off of Jimmy already, mm-hmm. I think you know he'll ultimately get traded, or he'll uh, he'll go on his own accord, and, and he'll probably go start somewhere else. And that's the thing, like he already knows. He it's logic. Like I, I like to tell people a lot of stuff sometimes, Justin. Logic comes into play. Like Jimmy G knows they draft a quarterback. Jimmy G knows this quarterback is for the future, so he knows his future is not in San Francisco. So do what I got, got do what I got to do right now. Make all the money I got to do right now to put myself in position to be successful for somebody else. Trey Lance is the guy in the future. Hopefully, um, Kyle Shanahan guys will be there. But the crazy part is if Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch gets fired for some reason, I'm not saying they are, it's going to be hiccups for um, Trey Lance. So I get it. <laughs> I feel like next year is this time. Um, I'm about to go to the next topic right now. Why Let's I got do it. You. Shout out to my guy, Will Vines in North Carolina, man, doing amazing stuff in real estate. He's amazing. He's doing what he got to do to make it happen. Um, How long will Tom Brady play? For you, Justin, authentic podcast. <laughs> man, yeah. So about that, um, <clears throat> I just finished Tom Brady's book, TB12. Uh, he's got two. I, re- I read the f- the first one or one of them. That kind of led me to that question. And two, speaking of the authentic podcast, I actually reached out to his trainer, Alex Guerrero, the head oh, guy man. who kind of like created TB12 with him. Um, that brand to see if is com- made too, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. To see if he'd come on. And the, co- the company said, excuse me, that he wasn't currently available, but they would keep it, uh, keep me in mind for the future. So that was badass to even get a response from him. Can you imagine right. talking to Tom Brady's trainer? I mean, 
and he doesn't Huge. really talk to a lot of people, so I get it. Yeah, like yeah. So I respected the email, but so it motivated me to talk about this because I read Tom Brady's book, and I'm a big Peyton Manning guy. I don't dislike Tom. Oh I him, no, but... you're not. You're Peyton Manning guy because of Denver. You're Peyton Manning guy because of Indiana. Indianapolis. Hon- honestly, no, neither. Neither, because I I just love the guy. I just I liked his charisma and I thought he was cool and you know um, I don't know why I just just always loved him. But after what Tom did last year, it's like it's undeniable. It's it's really you know it's it's he has more he has more Super Bowl rings than any franchise. And then you know when he leaves Bill, it's like is he going to be the same? Everybody's critiquing him. He's forty two. Not only does he go to uh, you know a random team that was decent last year, eight and eight, he goes wins a Super Bowl in his own stadium in the first year he left, man. And I know he didn't do it alone, but it's it just speaks volumes. And once you read his book, if you do, you you understand his methods and his nutrition and how he does things. And it's like, dude, this guy might be part robot. I mean, he doesn't mm-hmm. ever look like he's going to slow down. He looks he looks better at forty two, forty three than he did when he was twenty five. It's mind blowing. Mm. So and he's always talking about he'd like to play another three or four years. And at, prior to this season, I was like, no way, no way. After reading the book, watching what he did this season, I'm like, dude, you can't deny it. He could probably do it. He could probably play till oh, he's 47. Wow. For me, I'm looking at like Tom Brady is talking from perspective of if I have the, the, the weapons around me to make my job easier. But if you're not going to have the weapons around me to make my job easier, he's not playing anymore. So this is raw thoughts. Raw thoughts, people on Raw Mind Sports. If Tom has the weapons he got around him, it's easy because he can dig and dunk and let them, let them do the rest of the plays. But now if he doesn't have that and you're asking Tom Brady to be mobile and do everything himself, Tom Brady said, look, I like me and Giselle at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Baby, I'm not trying to be out here and die on this football field. So with that being said, it's, it's a little different. So I think the, the management of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to do it. Will they get to Super Bowl? I don't know. Because teams, now he's, you know, in New England, you know, I, I get from what they say. When Tom Brady, New England, he had to do everything himself and make it happen. Now they say Tom Brady outside New England with Tampa Bay. People give me what I want. So, hey, look, now the rules are different too as well. So it's like, I could probably make this happen. But maybe this year, maybe not. I don't know, because he's in a division with no Drew Brees is around, plus a lot of weapons in New Orleans. Atlanta Falcons, is, it, it made sense for what you were saying right then, Justin, because New um, Atlanta getting ready for the draft. We don't know what the Panthers are going to do. they probably getting ready for the draft. James Winston is really a good quarterback, probably was in a bad situation. So now maybe Sean Payton can revive his quarterback era of James Winston. Maybe he can change it. I don't know, but I <clears throat> go ahead. I li- I liked Jameis Winston's uh, role this year, so I'm not a Jameis Winston fan. I don't right, hate right, or, right. I don't hate or love him. I'm just not a big fan of him. But right. I liked what he did this year. He he's like you know what? A lot of these guys they get cut and they're like I I don't want to start or I only want to start or I'm not going to play. He takes the two role behind your breeze and was like I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to learn. I'm going to get better. I'm going to you know he he's. He got, you know, he got more in shape. He partnered with Taysom Hill. He didn't throw any fits, and he seemed like he learned a lot and improved. And uh, so, I think he's going to have a great year. I, I really do. So, like I said, you know, kind of, kind of rooting for him in the fact that you know he, he kind of got humbled and he admitted it, and he's, you know, he's probably going to be the guy now. I, I agree with it. And 
another word for one of my sponsors um brandy's north carolina man they're, they're an amazing group of people who do a lot of stuff and food amazing food authentic food i gotta get you over this way man matter of fact while we're talking about food brandy's is amazing what is something good you can tell the viewers that you love in colorado food wise yeah oh my gosh there's so much i love to eat i love to eat who doesn't right but oh right. man okay so i'll say this if it's a general one but if you're in colorado anywhere in the state this episode is sponsored today by call first class life insurance where we specialize in leaving dollars and not debt for your family we offer whole life policies with low prices that won't change Call 704-650-8317 to schedule a consultation. They are licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Ohio. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. Use the promo code RAWMIND, and they will gladly assist you. The breakfast burritos are mind-blowing. I mean, there's there's spots that are better than others, but it does mm. not matter where you go. The so breakfast what the, burritos, the burritos have in it. That's pretty cool. I love I love burritos myself. Oh, my ahead. gosh. They're, you know, uh, your standard burrito is going to have uh, steak, eggs, potatoes, um, or you can go with, like, chorizo. Um, you can go green chilies with eggs. Mm. And uh, so uh, there's a ton of local restaurants I could name, and there's a ton of spots. Uh, you know, if you're in Colorado Springs, which is where I am, but I'll just say if you're in Colorado, you need to get breakfast burritos wherever you go in the morning. Every like pretty much every place, they're gonna be like a, a subway sandwich foot long, and they're like six dollars. Like you can cut it in half and eat it for two meals. Uh, amazing. Whoa, so, whoa, 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 you said cut it in half and and um make it for meals. Yeah, two well, meals? I swear, two? yeah, because I'm a I'm a big guy. I can eat and. I can split it and eat, eat it for breakfast and eat something like one, two, three for lunch. It's amazing. It's crazy. Like I have two people from my hometown in Tarboro, North Carolina, lives in Denver. So I ain't had a chance to have that conversation, but I'm glad you said it, which was pretty cool to say that and kind of bring it down like the food-wise. So I love that that type of stuff on the podcast. So whatever you say, we're we going to hold you up too much longer. Um, We got some more good stuff, and we're going to make it short and sweet for you. Okay. NBA Finals predictions, wrong thoughts, baby. Justin. Man, I I proposed this topic, but it, it's hard for me. And so I I watched the game last night, and uh, I like to follow sports and sports betting. And it was like, okay, mm. uh, Bucks Bucks barely lost the first one, and so you figure next one uh, hardens out. So it's like they're gonna come oh, back with some firepower. I know this going. Go ahead, oh, go ahead. God, they got <laughs> smoked by like forty eight. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, I really like Giannis. Um, I don't. I'm not a huge basketball guy. Like I don't follow it a lot, but I do watch the playoffs. And you know, mm -hmm. I feel like he. Uh, I feel like this might have been his year to get after it. But I mm -hmm. could be wrong. Um, yeah. Love Kevin Durant. People in Oklahoma, where I'm originally from, hate Kevin Durant now. But I love the guy. Still love him. I think. I think it's the Nets, obviously, in the East, and then the West. Man, I'm gonna go with the Suns. Oh, this is where we have a good disagreement. For all my sports people, we have a disagreement. <laughs> I felt like when the Lakers went out, the confidence of the LA Clips went up. You have two really good players who can play two-way basketball defensively, offensively. I know they're probably like, man, the Lakers in it. It is what it is. But when the Lakers went out, that hope went up. Like that confidence, that morale went up. I feel like the Clippers, although they played bad the first series, 
going to mess around and get back get to the finals because Paul George needs it. Kawhi Leonard has been there several times, not several, but a few times. Yeah, he's been there. So although it's, it may be a boring watch, but now you have Kawhi Leonard going to the finals. Ty Lucas say, "I get to the finals." <laughs> not with I just was- LeBron. I would love to honestly, you know, as a caveat to that, I, you know, I think the Suns will make it, but I would love to see Kawhi take a third team to the finals in as many as, what, six or seven years? I mean, he's ridiculous, dude. Right, it's crazy because like, I'm looking at the Phoenix Suns. I love Chris Paul from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I love him, but, like, I'm looking at level like he may get hurt, he may not. I hope he doesn't. I'm looking at Booker. The Lakers, the L.A. Clippers, and the Phoenix Suns is the perfect matchup for the L.A. Clippers. Because you got two guys who can defend those guys who can shoot the basketball on the outside. Do I do? Would I want to see the LA Clippers in the finals? No. But when I look at it, I'm like, Kawhi Leonard from Cali, you know, Paul George Cali. But these guys can really defend. But their whole biggest morale that took their their energy out was like seeing the Lakers because they feel like LeBron finds a way to win. Now LeBron is out the door. Now it's like a bunch of young guys, and you got these two veterans there who could really do both. Now they had a tough time, but I looked at like with, with Luka, he could do so much. Like he could do a lot from all over the floor. But you ask Booker, you know Booker going to score. If you ask um, somebody from Knox or not Knox, um, Porter from Denver Nuggets, they can score. They're not guys who can rebound, assist, and kill you from multiple areas on the court. So, like, you got guys who can just score. It's an easier matchup for Kawhi and Paul George to defend because, you know, these guys' strength is to score the basketball. If you take that scoring away from them, or even if they do score, as long as Kawhi get the last shot, (laughs) Paul George get a chance. Now, they have been inconsistent. And I know they've been inconsistent for a while, but like this, where they can slow the game down and the playoffs, the game slows down. Better situation than the LA Clippers or Devin Nuggets, and the game slows down with two guys who have multiple All Star appearances and two guys possibly MVPs of the league one time. So now you ask these guys to just stop a guy from scoring. If you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys and sells flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND and use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. Way much easier, way much easier for them to do that. Now if they get a healthy Ibaka back, you got Rondo, who was on the Lakers last year, who <laughs> has experience with the Clippers. Now you have Reggie Jackson, who could do stuff. Batum has been playing pretty well as a great role player. Now you ask, you know, and I hate it for my guy, Montrez Harrell, because he's from Tarboro. Ty Girl is from Tarboro. Montrez Harrell's from Tarboro. Now he goes to the Lakers thing and everything. Then you have this Lakers situation. Of like, yo, I did not come to the L.A. Lakers 
to go out in the first round. His adjustments when he gets the championship. Now that makes me feel bad because I'm like, I know he came there for that reason. He didn't come there just to come there to lose a first round exit with LeBron. Now that makes me kind of because I know him on a deeper level outside of basketball for that to happen. I feel like the would be the team that'd be like, you should stay with us. Although <laughs> I don't know what the situation happened behind closed doors. It's none of my business. But I know this. It's not the Clippers have those two main ingredients. Paul George, Kualena, who can get stuff done when it matters. Now that that confidence has went to here, from here. About that. So Brooklyn you, Nets, I'm be honest, Brooklyn Nets coming out the East. That's why I, oh, I ain't mean to interrupt, Justin. No, you're good. That's why I kept talking about straightforward raw thoughts about the West because <laughs> the East doesn't matter. As long as Kate, you know, <laughs> Kyrie healthy, that's all it is. And you yeah, see yeah. it yourself. You were talking about you, want, you love the Greek, but you're like, yo, Greek, you still can't beat these guys? Yeah. Yo, James Harden got hurt. You still can't beat these guys? So, like, now you got, like, what? what is it going to take? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, man. You not only can you not beat them, you lost by like forty five. Yeah! Oh, come on, man. I mean, forty five. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I like the Nets because they're a big, big KD fan. I think it's, you know, I think it's cool what he's done there. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. So you got Nets Clippers, and you got the Nets winning, or the Clippers winning? Honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna give you raw thoughts. I had Lakers and Clippers, but with Lakers lost, I looked at, I was just looking at multiple games in the West. I'm like. The Clippers have that championship factor now. The Lakers are out. Like I don't even believe in the Clippers, but I looked at the West. I'm looking at the Jazz have a young team. Mm-hmm. Do I think I want to put my money on a young team? Although you have Donovan Mitchell to beat the Clippers in seven games against Kawhi Leonard, who's a two-time champion, with also Paul George. Although people talk all this junk about Paul George, I'm like, I'm not risking that for. Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, Gilbert, Gilbert. Like, I'm looking at, like, when I look at those, the star power of both teams, I'm like, am I going to risk those guys for those two guys? I'm not. I'm just not. And that's what it come down to. I look at the Phoenix Suns. I love Chris Paul. That's my guy, Winston Salem. But I also know Chris Paul is one pinky finger away from, from sitting out the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, so I look at that too. So I'm like, and I love Chris Paul. Everybody used to tell me when I was playing basketball, I look like Chris Paul. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know if that's going to happen if he gets hurt. He gets hurt, it's over. Yeah. It's over. You, you got books that they can so. score, but you expect everybody to do more. <coughs> so, and no, Denver, I like Jokic, but I'm not, like, crazy. Like, he could take them to the championship off of – those guys, go ahead, go ahead. No, say I, no. Those are great points, and I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. So, and with everything, we gotta go to a good topic that I talked about a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was uh, <laughs> I think you put this topic on on on, on air on purpose. You won't let me hear it out. Yep. Tebow to the Jazz. I'm gonna let you start first before I go into my raw thoughts. So I think if anyone is being honest with themselves, which we all are. We have to take it for what it is. Yeah. Urban Meyer is a first-year coach for the Jaguars. He's got a rookie quarterback, one of the best in college. That's what <coughs> excuse me. That's what Urban Meyer is and does. He coaches college players. Mm-hmm. I think 
you have to look at this what it is. I don't think he thinks Tebow's going to get in there and be some mm-hmm. mind-blowing tight end. I think we'll be lucky if Tebow catches 12 balls, 15 <laughs> balls. So he got the shot right. It's just like you applying for your job. You apply for a job, and I apply for a job. Mm-hmm. You went to high school with the hiring manager. I'm more qualified or we're equally qualified. Guess what? There ain't a chance. I'm not getting the job. You're getting it. You know what I mean? If we're right, parallel. Right, right. So the Tebow thing is weird, man. I, I I said it again. I'm like, I'm not surprised by it, but I do think it's weird. And is Are there more people qualified than, than him? Like I said, look at these guys in the NFL. They make some weird choices, but you look at a guy like Antonio Gates, for example. The guy didn't even play a down of college football. He's a Hall of Fame tight end. You think when he got drafted or picked up as a free agent, there weren't people like, hey, you know what? I've been playing tight end at uh, you know whatever D1 college for four years. Why is this guy who plays basketball getting a shot over me? I don't think Tebow's going to be phenomenal. I don't think he's going to be Antonio Gates. I think it's weird. I think he's older. We know what Urban's doing. Right. It's Urban's buddy. They won two championships together. He's pulling him in. He's a young guy who he knows will listen to him. He's been coaching college kids for so mm-hmm. long. He needs a couple people in that locker room that will steer that direction. And, you know, Tebow is more probably a better teammate than he is anything else, right? More of a player. Uh. I think he's trying to build a culture there. It's a weird signing. And you know what? It's still the offseason. He still hasn't played the game yet. There's no guarantees. So we'll see. And with that being said, no, I, I get that. And I was telling people earlier a while back, because they end up listening to um, my thoughts on that. Like, he is with Irma. Irma is going to look out for him, even to get him that pension. So it made sense. And it's crazy how, like, a guy like Irma know he brought him in. He won national championships at Florida as a quarterback. But then you still, although you know, Although you know, he's got to play this position in his life. And you say, I'm going to give you a shot over people who work. It's a lot. That's why I be saying about situations like with Ocho's Cinco playing, fighting the other night while we were mm-hmm. talking about Justin. Like, for me, it's cool if you've been practicing the sport or doing the sport. I put in a post because somebody asked me a question. If you've been doing the sport and been playing the sport for years behind the scenes, cool. I get it because you've been preparing for that. But when you just do the sport randomly and you get paid millions of dollars just to do the sport randomly, you get knocked out, that's a whole different game. Because, like, if you're the guy who's uh, – uh, what how should I say it? Like, if you're the guy who's – like, Ocho said, I'm going to go out here and fight. And I told the guy the other day, well, Ocho done that for free if he never been a boxer. Well, he went out there on the biggest stage – and fought somebody who was an experienced boxer for free. Ain't no way he doing that. He's doing that for money. He's doing that for the fame. He's doing that for what it is. It's not me knocking him. Do what you got to do. But when I'm saying, yeah, everybody's talking, so you can try this, try that. Try what? In the boxing. This ain't golf. This ain't tennis. If you get in that ring and you try something and the wrong thing goes. I see a lot of you guys like your little friends that like to floss your mouth out, you know. So, you know, like to floss and have the, the, the sparkling, whether it's fronts or your teeth. Well, go to Shaq's teeth whitening, man. He got you. And let me tell you, he's the number one. I mean the number one. Teeth, gym, jeweler, diamonds, gems, whatever you want to say, however you say it in your own language, he got you. He makes that diamond in your mouth shine bright like a diamond. That's right. He makes it shine bright like a diamond. And he has all type of gems and diamonds that go right in your mouth. So instead of using the French, why not 
put some some real sparkling diamonds in your mouth and it makes your teeth even shine even more. And he also does teeth whitening to where like he does 30 minutes and he does hour services as well. Use the promo code RAWMIND. That's right. Use promo code RAWMIND and you'll get a discount. And he usually use those services for at least once a month. That's right. You got 30-minute service that can last once a month. And you got an hour service that can last once a month. We can even go more. But at the same time, the more and more you come, the brighter and brighter you'll be. And then you'll have teeth looking just like me. Also, give Shaq the Jeweler a call at 252-544-6052. 252-544-6052. What's wrong? You could be dead. You could be getting ready for your funeral because boxing is real. This is not WWE, WCW, next entertainment on um, fields are. You could be dead if somebody hits you in the right spot at the wrong time. You could be dead. <laughs> you can't try that on that million dollar level because you ain't going to be able to reap the, the benefits of that million dollars. Somebody else is. I'm not saying that you're trying to be selfish and say it's all about you, but when I'm talking about it, I'm like, it's not against him. If he was do- like he he played soccer, so he would say, "Let's play soccer." Okay, I know you've been doing it for years. Yeah, some other sport came up, but for you to say as a because the thing is crazy. Like the average Joe can't just say, "I want to go on the biggest stage in my life and play." Cause they gotta figure out, are you worth it to even put you on TV? Ocho Single been on TV for years, so it's easy for him to put him in a match. He never boxed in. And just say, let's go for it because we're going to make millions of dollars off of it. The network, the people who directing it, it's different. So, like, it's not saying I can't say he can't boss. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you never performed a sport, and if you haven't even practiced a sport behind the scenes, to go out there and fight a sport that's death-threatening, it's ridiculous. But the only reason you're doing it from a logical standpoint is saying, Oh, I'm going to make about 50 million off of this. So, yeah, you're going to go out there and get knocked out for 50 million if your family didn't <laughs> get it. But they say, I want you, I just want you to just give us advertising, just do it for free. He's not going out there for that. He's not going to do that. Ain't nobody going to risk their lives over that. That's my only thing about it. Like, you have to be realistic to the people and the fans. The average Joe who really takes this sport seriously. And that's why I'm going there. Like, people take this sport seriously who want that opportunity. Can't even get an opportunity because of guys like him who can make millions of dollars. You're like, yo, I really take this sport seriously. I really want this opportunity. But because Ocho said it, he's been a celebrity. He's been in the NFL. You tell me no. And I'm the guy who take it seriously. And I know business is business. I even told my fiance that early. I know business is business, but it doesn't make it right. So I'm like, if people take this stuff seriously, I don't want to be the person to tell them no, who really go out there and fight every day, who be in the gym every day, who's in there really fighting the fight to really train for this. And then you bring a guy who ain't never boxed in his life, not even for two years training, and just say, I'm going to put him in the ring because I know he's going to make $50 million. I like, think it's, it's, Go ahead. I I think I've talked about this before with another gentleman on my podcast. I believe I think that's a major flaw in boxing is uh, to be considered a pro boxer. All you have to do is apply for the license. You don't have to have a record. You don't have to have amateur fights. You can you can go out. I had a boxer tell me that you can go out and just get a pro a pro license once you apply for it. And that's that's the problem is you're saying 
you know, these guys, you know, he's never boxing. He's passing up so many people and he shouldn't be, or, you know, it's, it's not good for the sport, especially the guys that are working hard. Well, the ones that are allowing it are these promoters and these companies, whether it's for entertainment or not, you know, they're putting it on. So it's a, it is a slap in the face to these real boxers. And most of the guys that are real professional boxers, they don't like it. I mean, Canelo Alvarez has talked against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mike Tyson talks a little bit about it, how it's a money grab. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that the sport has to change because not many other sports could you do that. But boxing, anyone can do it right now. Like that's all. Right. Uh, that's the hot thing is celebrities want to get a boxing match. You know, no one does that in the NFL. No one goes out there and like I'm gonna get a game. No one does that in the in, in the NBA. Like oh, you know, I want to sign and play a game or I want to play a season. But boxing, for some reason, it's it's the cool thing to do right now. And but it's allowed. And that's, you know, people right. are only doing what they're allowed to do. So I think it starts at yeah. the top. And w- I was gonna say like I remember a conversation we had on Facebook. Like it's a joke. But I also thought about like it's not me trying to say it's a joke. It's on a level of uh, like, yo, you put this guy in this, you put this guy in there, and I put a post up. It was never about who they are, how gifted they are. It's more of a level. It's more on a level of put this guy in this match to make all this money. And I'm like, okay, stick with the sport you do. If you've been playing this sport for years, fine. I know a guy, one of my own guys, put up a post. What about Dion? What about Bo Jackson? Now? And I responded, Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders and the guys really played these sports all their lives. That's way different. They're not just jumping in the ring. Nate Rob, they ain't doing like Nate Rob. Nate Rob would say, I'm going to be a cornerback in football. Okay, because I read these biographies. (laughs) Cool, that's you. Because you've been playing football for your life. So that's different. But just to jump in the ring with somebody who's experienced, who can hit you in your temper and put you dead, that you don't even know nothing about just to jump in the ring. I'm not saying don't try, but you got to try. But if you already been there, it's cool. But if you've never been there, you can't say what's going to happen. You may say try and you may be successful. Nate Robinson got knocked out. We already seen Ocho Cinco got his butt beat. So I'm saying like soccer cool, Ocho Cinco. Nate Robinson, football, cool, because you played those sports. Logically, you have really played those sports for years, not just a year, but years. So it makes a difference when you guys are really doing it. It's not me saying that I don't want to see these guys in the ring, but it's more so me as the guy who's saying, like, it's people who really take this sport seriously. But y'all jump on and get this guy 50 million because he can have you guys looking at, at the events. He can have you guys looking at the match. Like, everybody always think, like, even though the, the event wasn't paid for, but people don't understand, like, the ratings matter. Like, if we just tune into it, people making billions. The top chart is making billions. Other people are making millions. So, like, you ain't got to pay for it necessarily as long as you're looking at it. They said, Ocho Cinco dancing, blah, blah, blah. We'll put him here. But it's me and you, Justin. I don't know these guys. They're not going to watch that because it's me and you because we're average. But by the fact he played on a professional level, his yep. brand is different. That doesn't make him a really good boxer. It's just like, why? No, I agree. I agree. With it. Go ahead. I, I agree 100%. Um, it's it's just like what the, the kind of like they call the like the Kardashian effect. So mm. you could put mm-hmm. you could put a picture on your Instagram of anything in the world i mean you could take a picture with the president you could take a picture with warren buffett you could win a million dollars take a picture of it on your instagram it could it could go viral and maybe get like 
300,000 likes, right? The Kardashians can put a picture up of a banana or a puddle, oh, of, a puddle of water or a microphone, and it will get millions of likes in hours. It doesn't matter what they post or what they do. It will get millions of likes, comments, shares, follows, tags. Right, right, right. And that's what sells. So it doesn't matter what content you have on your Instagram or what you have. No matter if you save the world, um, you don't got you know you don't got that following, but they do. So companies are like, I'm going to pay the Kardashians twenty five thousand dollars per picture. Per picture, you might and get twenty five. Most pictures, and we'll do the math from that. You already know it's a lot. They're not doing it for cheap, so I get it. So and that's, that's what all I, it is. That's what I was basically saying with this situation. It's never about who they are. What they are, who the person is. I'm like, it's people right out here take this stuff seriously. So I feel bad for the people who take it seriously who go in the gym every day and sweat. Hundred percent. Been there and just walk in the gym. I'm fifty million dollars. Like, yo, that makes a person who works hard hurt. But I understand the business of it. For me, I understand the business. But as the person who's doing that, understand that. That's a whole different game. Yeah, it stinks. I I hundred percent agree. I do want to say uh, rest in peace to Nate Robinson, man. That was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know yeah, what's what funny is, uh, I I don't you know like I said I don't know a lot about boxing as a whole, but I do watch every now and then. Uh, me and my brother were talking before, obviously making a prediction. I know nothing about. I actually picked Nate Robinson because I said kind of like. Kind of mm. against what you had said. You're, I was like, hey, you know, this guy was a college athlete, a professional basketball player. I was like, mm -hmm. he maybe he's got that dog in him. And whoa, wrong, absolutely wrong. Even before he got knocked ah, out, ah. God, he looked terrible. <laughs> he looked terrible. And I know that, so I, I get it. Now we're gonna go to my man, Texas A&M, money making Jenny Manziel. Admitting <laughs> that he making money during college, like he really can't. So how do you feel about? Not only him, but the people who really was paying him. How do they feel? I thought it was funny that he came out. I thought it was ballsy because, you know, even though he says he doesn't care, I, you know, look at Reggie Bush, got that, you know, he got the Heisman stripped per se. Um, you know, and when you blatantly call out the NCAA on a podcast and say, you know, basically if you want to come after me, then F you. Um, I think they're mm. going to, you know, get, uh, get your attention. So I thought it was funny. Um as far as him getting paid, this I think is something that's been happening since the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. I think all, a lot of these guys are getting paid, and a lot of the a lot of the guys you would maybe consider more uh, like blue collar, hush hush, um, probably will, would never talk about it. I think they got paid. There's there's been all kinds of guys come out and say they would uh, would get hundred dollar handshakes after the game. There's people that said you know they would sell merch for autographs like uh, mm. Terrell Pryor. Um, you know, he, Woo! he, uh, yeah, I mean, he got busted. Um, so I think it's been happening for a long time. You know what, man? Uh, you know, I think Johnny Manziel came from a good family with, uh, with some money, but I think a lot of these kids don't. And right, right, dude, right. you know what? I mean, you know, college isn't, college isn't cheap and living isn't cheap. And, you know, these guys are busting their ass. They got, they want to eat good. They want to have fun in college. Dude, get your money. I mean, you know, you're not harming anything. If these guys were like, you know, selling drugs or committing crimes or stealing, but dude, I mean, autographing a picture and getting paid for it, that's legal in every other facet besides being a college athlete. So, uh, you know, I I can't act the guy for it. I mean, and then you're right. I remember Ty went through, through that in Georgia, but I'll leave it at that. And it was just a headache. Um, So, 
sports betting, all that good stuff. Like, how do you feel about the tax revenue and the economies? Depending on the state, how do you feel about like um sports betting? And we'll <laughs> conclude the show with this. Yes, sir. I know you got you got plenty more babies you got to make. Oh yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I think I so I enjoy sports betting. Um, it's a lot of fun. I think it brings a lot of action to the game. <laughs> kind of the same thing with the the autographs and the people getting paid in college. I think mm-hmm. sports betting has been going on illegally since uh, the mob mm-hmm. came into you know the Northeast. I think it goes, and I th- I think it's a lot like the lines of marijuana. I think when you legalize it, tax it, and make it more official, I think it makes things a lot more official. I think there's less less room for um, sports getting fixed because it's not all underground. It's out in the open. And, I mean, the revenue that these states are bringing in from sports betting is insane. Like, Colorado's had it for one year, and it's already brought in billions. I mean, billions of dollars. Um I think sports betting and sports have already been intertwined for a while. Like ESPN has put the spread on their app for years, even though it's not been legal. So I'm a big fan of it. I mean, fantasy football is fun. I love it. There's fantasy sports. I think it brings more people into the sport. And Mm. uh, I think it's a good thing. I think there's always going to be things that are iffy and hairy, but uh, I think that's just life, man. And with that being said, uh, we're going to include the show right here. Let's do it. Um, go ahead and plug everybody into Raw Thoughts, man. What you doing? Authentic Podcast. Give me a brief description of what you do at Authentic Podcast. Yes, sir. So I am the host of the Authentic Podcast. Uh, you can find it on pretty much everywhere, just like your show. Um, it's Authentic with Justin uh, Dulard, D-O-U-I-L-L-A-R-D. And, uh, man, I have a lot of diverse conversations Um you know, I, I've I've thought about narrowing down to one topic, but I, I kind of bounce around and I, I've got to meet cool people. So I engage with lots of different audiences, but I've had some super big guests. I've only been doing this a year. Uh, most recently, I had Bruce Buffer of the UFC. Huge, huge. I thought you were talking about Warren Buffett. I said, like, okay, we're in the money now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, no one, no one can get his time. But no, I had Bruce Buffer of the UFC. Um, hell of a guy. Did not have to come on my show, but he did. Um, I've had... CEOs, I've had entrepreneurs, I've had, you know, I do a lot of sports talk with different people. Um, <coughs> excuse me, talk about cryptocurrencies. I had a gentleman um, that was on the History Channel. He won a TV show on the History Channel called Alone. Um, had a lot of UFC fighters. And so, long story short, man, I just look for authentic conversations, genuine people like yourself, Mr. Ryan Jones. Um, you know, I feel like there's no shortage of people out there trying to be. Um, you know, trying to make it big, trying to uh, do things, you know, not so genuine. So I'm looking for people who have a cool story or, or an easy conversation who are, you know, authentic per se and very raw. There's no script on mine. It's kind of free flow, and and that's what I'm about, man. And with that being said, man, you guys saw it. You know, shout out to my guy Will Vines and Realty, um, native native LLC. Do you have? My main man, Shaquille Braswell, whitening teeth. Then you have, man, Brandy's NC, Brandy's North Carolina food truck is amazing. But for one, Justin, thank you, man. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And by far, I'm going to give him a raw thought. By far, the calmest 
podcaster I have ever interviewed. <laughs> like, I never had that. So, people are loud and proud. He's like, he gets straight to the point and just has that flatline conversation. Not dead conversation, but the flatline is the same. So, like, for me, it's an honor. And whatever I could do for you, man, just let me know. <laughs> and you heard what he said. Say it one more time. Make sure they get subscribed to you. Yes, sir. Authentic podcast with Justin Doulard. Last name is D-O-U-I-L-L-A-R-D. And uh, I, I'm always looking for good quality guests. And I'm also looking for feedback, whether that's good or constructive criticism. I love uh, love improving and, and love engaging with, uh, with the audience as much as I can. Because without uh, the audience, you know, not really... Uh, much productive and most of the guests i've had have been referrals from my audience so it's it's been a blessing and and ryan thanks for having me on brother i really appreciate it and i've enjoyed getting to know you virtually Eyes open and, and listen this is raw mind sports another edition Peace.